Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. Yo, what's going on? I am Sue Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. You turned into another episode of the Viewers Anonymous uh, podcast. What's going on with you, my brother? I'm sorry. Man, I, I'm going to throw off my game right now. Welcome to another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give you our very own reviews and takes of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, bro? Oh, man. I wish I had the answers, man. Wish I had the answers. Oh, man. Uh, I need Sway. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because Sway got the answers, and mm-hmm. I don't have them, so I need the answers, mm-hmm. man. But other than that, though, man, you know what I'm saying? It's been a uh, it's been a long week. Long, long, long week, but you know what I'm saying? But your yeah. boy will survive, man. But how you been, man? Everything been good with you? Man, I cannot complain. Uh, everything is uh, so motion, brother. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. So motion can be good. So motion can be good. I am a but, little, I am a little mad though because I ate some popcorn earlier and I shit all in my teeth. Outside of that, I'm good. <laughs> hey, that shit is so trash. <laughs> hey, that's why I always keep man. Anytime Absolutely. I eat popcorn, but I gotta have the floss joints, like yeah. near me. You yeah. know what I'm saying, look, sure. I got the motherfuckers right here. I keep, I keep. I'm about to go grab some when we get done. Yeah, man, that's it's it's the worst for me, and then it Absolutely. always gets stuck. And then when I try to get it out, I'm always got my gum, my gums bleeding because I can't get one one mm-hmm. little piece. It just be stuck, and I be like, "Yo, mm-hmm. absolutely," and I can feel it too. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna bother you to get it out. Man. Definitely gonna bother you to get it out. Man, oh man. But um, man, listen, bro. You know what I'm saying? It is uh Friday, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry. It's our second episode of this season. Um. I mean, of the week. Goodness, goddamn gracious, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second episode of the week, man. And for everybody that's, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a reoccurring listener, you already know that we do, you know what I'm saying, our favorite segment called What We Watching. So let's get into What We Watching, man, and uh, let's continue from there. Let's do it. What We Watching. What We Watching. What we watching. All right, man. So what you got for the what we watching this week, man? All right, man. I've been able to get a lot of content in, man. Um I really got three, but I'm not gonna do one for uh, you know for obvious reasons. So I push that out to later. So I got two mm-hmm. shows, man. Uh I was able to complete one and start episode one of the other one. So the first one is season two of BMF. It started. I started back up, man. I, I got into BMF. Uh, if anybody know the story of Big Meech, you know what I'm saying, and the um, Black Mafia family, you know, um, they're coming in with season two. And um, they was coming in strong, coming in hot. So I thought the first episode was pretty good. And uh, this is one of those shows where it's appointment TV. You got to wait a week. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I, I like I like what the 50 Cent, man, you got to get us do some credit. For what he's doing, yeah. you know, what I'm saying with these with these stories, with the whole power <laughs> universe for him, you know, doing starting this uh 
you know, Black Mafia family. He got involved in another show, man. Now I can't remember what it was called. But he did get into another another hip hop story, I believe. So uh, interested to see what that's going to be. But mm -hmm. the other thing I watched, and I've been trying to get you on this show for a minute. And uh, season three, uh, I was able to complete the whole season. And uh, that's Jack Ryan, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh yeah, Amazon yeah. Prime show, man. Now, me personally, I, the second season was my favorite. Uh, this season was pretty cool. This this was more focused in uh, on the Czech Republic and um in Russia. There was like the story that went back to where this guy was um he was working as a well he was a soldier for like when they was like the USSR or some shit. And like there's like this war that they was trying to start where they shot a nuke at an American um submarine and like the whole point of the whole thing was they was supposed to shoot back so they could say that America started the war and all this shit. There's right. There's a whole bunch of just shit going on of like what could really happen. And like having these spies undercover doing what they do. And of course, Jack Ryan get accused of doing some shit, so he's on the run, like always. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's it's a it's a really, really good show. I know you view him as a comedian. I get it. But bro, that's always gonna be <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Hey man, he 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 even when, Jack even when he was Mr. Fantastic, bro. I'm just like, bro, look at Jim Halpert and the Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, he uh he does it. He does a really good job. Him and Wend um, Wendell um uh, Wendell Pierce, he does a really mm -hmm. good job because he's like his partner in this whole okay. shit. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it, yeah, man, they like they do a really really good job with the with the Jack Ryan joints. So uh, those are my two that I got this week. That's what's up, man. So mine um it came to me just uh because I haven't went on Disney Plus in a long time. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, man, let me get on Disney Plus and check out what, what you know what I'm saying, what they got. I haven't heard anything coming out of there uh for a minute. And I stumbled across National Treasure, Edge of History. Um, and they only have six episodes up there. I don't know if that's the complete season. I'm hoping it's not the complete season. I'm hoping we can get two more episodes. Um, so it could I'm hoping really for a ten episode season. But if it could be an eight-episode season, then that's fine with me, too. But, yo, let me tell you something. Y'all already know how much I am a nerd, bro. So to, to have a TV show that dabbles in Freemasonry, American history, French history, Mesopotamian history, then on top of that, you throw a little Aztec, Maya, Incan history in there. Like, yo, this is an amazing and well-put-together show. Um, they brought Riley back. So if anybody watched um, National Treasure one and two, you know what I'm saying the guy who played Riley, they brought him back, and they're hinting at bringing Nicholas Cage back. I'm not sure, but because you know what I'm saying Riley calling them, trying to get in contact with him. I don't know what happened between them two. They didn't really get into that, but um, you know. Hopefully that uh, uh that we'll see Nicolas Cage in this one uh pop up you know what I'm saying do a cameo, and then um Officer Sadusky you know what I'm saying he was um he was back but it's now his grandson and his um his grandson and another young girl end up teaming up together 
to go pretty much find out, you know what I'm saying, this treasure that's supposed to be out there, man. So not only did I watch um, that, I also had to go back and watch National Treasure 1 and 2 to kind of get caught back up because I haven't seen them in a while. But it's an amazing show on Disney Plus, bro. I'm talking about leaving you on the edge of your seat, you know what I'm saying, like bringing some great clues in. It's it's manipulation in there. It's drama. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. She plays the bad guy in it. Like, it's it's amazing, but they did a hell of a job putting the show together. So, you get a chance to watch National History, I mean, National Treasure, Edge of History on Disney Plus. It, it's, it's amazing. I'm sorry. It's just, it's great. I fucked with it. Cool, cool. Hey, man. They, I vote the National Treasure movies. Yeah, man. That's my shit, man. So, um, when I seen that, I had to check it out. And I mean, like, when I say I was glued in, bro, I was glued in. I spent the whole day watching that shit. So, that was yeah. it, man. History, history, like movies like that, because like I, I don't know why it's fascinating to me, but like I love like just old shit. You know what mm. I mean? Like, mm. like I remember when I had um when I was all wrapped up in the tutors, and then the tutors took me into these documentaries about King Henry the Eighth, and also about King Henry the Eighth uh, castle, yeah, and it's just like, dude, by I I just want to I just want to go to the UK and just go to the castles, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about that big ass wheel that they keep showing in every fucking movie that fairs. I fuck all of that. Uh, I want to yeah, go to these castles. With that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to go to the castles, dude. Like, see, shit like that, man. It it really. It I don't know what it does. It, it does something to me, man. Like mm-hmm. I'm just really, really fascinated in that shit. And like National Treasure, even though it's it's old artifacts and shit like that, a lot of that stuff right. is fascinating as well. Like just looking Absolutely. at a lot of just looking at a lot of old shit, man. You know what I'm saying? See how it's uh mm-hmm. passed the test of time. For sure, man, for sure. So I mean it was just dope to see that, man. So um yeah, like I said, you guys get a chance, man, check that out. But um, let's go and, and get into, you know, saying the feature presentation, man. Um, I'm going to let you introduce this one because, you know, this is the one that you brought to the table. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, introduce the people to what we have, my brother. All right. So today we got the first documentary of the year. You know what I'm saying? Um, it is a, a Peacock original. We got the Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. Mm-hmm. And... The reason I really wanted to get into this um, was was simply because these these type of cases, like these high profile cases, this was a very high yeah. profile case. And what a lot of people don't really seem to remember is that this case is still unsolved. Absolutely. Nobody nobody got charged with the crime of Kaylee Anthony. So that was one of the reasons I wanted to do this was because for number one, this girl hasn't spoken anything publicly for 11 years. She never talked about it. I mean, for a lot of the years, she was off the map. Then nobody didn't even know where the hell she was. I mean, really still, we don't really know where she is. Like we just know that she lived in Florida, but Florida's a pretty big state. So we don't Mm. really know where she is. So I just thought it was interesting to, to hear her side of the story because there was a lot of there was a lot of holes, you know what I'm saying, and a lot of people don't 
really remember what she was arrested for originally. She was arrested for right. lying to the authorities. So it's just yeah. like, and then when the body got found, that's when she actually got charged with the murder. So the the lying part is something to definitely get into because I personally know, you know what I'm saying, a couple of people that are, are habitual liars to where mm-hmm. it's like they just just they just can't stop. So Absolutely. to to know that like she's one of those, but then there's a whole nother side story that goes along with it that people I, I guess that they just didn't get enough of it because I mean this was a case that was played out in the public. It was really one of the first cases that was going on during the social media era. Absolutely. So that's another thing that, that really takes us to the another level. This but was like, like right at the start of the social media era too. And yes. So this yeah. is when the public opinion shit really like I can't imagine. I mean, like let let's step away for a second. Now we did a podcast on this before, but mm-hmm. can you imagine social media being around doing the OJ case? Absolutely. <laughs> you know how you know how easy you know how easy it would have been for OJ to get off. I don't think OJ would have been a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being out of the way real. Have you seen that nigga on Twitter? I mean, He's yeah, now, natural. yeah. He's a fucking natural, bro. They'd have never, they would have never been able to, you know what I'm saying, catch that nigga. I'm meaning more of like when he was locked up, like when he was when he was arrested for Nicole and um, and Run's uh, murder. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about imagine what social media would have been like, and also during the trial because uh, free OJ all day long. I'm telling you, people would have never thought this nigga was innocent. I mean, uh, guilty. Well, I mean, it was a lot of people who didn't think he was guilty in the first place. But That's what I'm I do think I do think like with the public opinion, with with OJ being as popular as he was, and see that's something mm-hmm. that Casey didn't have on her side. Like she was just a regular chick, you know what I'm saying, living in Florida, and like the case got big because I mean, let's be honest, there's a, you know there's a missing little white girl. Like everybody's right. trying to find this girl, but OJ is. Especially at the time, and even to still to some people, a top ten running back who's ever played the game. Like we're talking about a Heisman well, Trophy winner. Well, you also you also forgetting to add in the fact that Rodney King and the Rice just happened too. Yes. So, you know what I'm saying? Like all of that shit is encompassed in this one area in California at the time. And it's like shit. The tension, like racial tension, is super, super high in California in this moment. Um, so much so, like, especially for it to be the '90s, like this shit is like amazingly high. And you also got to remember too that this is at like the the height of the gang era. So not only do you have racial tensions being high, you have a peace treaty amongst gangs. You know what I'm saying? You got all these black people coming together, and then, like, you get this OJ scenario, and then, like, all these black people pretty much, like, yo, if y'all niggas arrest OJ, 
we gonna burn this bitch down for real, for real. And then at this time, you forget, you gotta forget too. Like now, these niggas is coming to where the suburbs is. So it's a, it's a lot more factors that played into that compared to Casey Anthony, where it was just more so. You know, we we looked at well, I'm not gonna say we as in us. I'm saying we as in society had pretty much looked at Casey Anthony as just this negligent parent. And we all and we was all sitting around like, yo, how can this mother do this to her child? You know what I'm saying? After after mm-hmm. hearing everything about the case and seeing everything about the case. And this was also one of them cases that was like twenty four seven coverage too. Cause you gotta remember, like, mm-hmm. that's when court TV was, you know what I'm saying, banging and all that shit. Like, this was some shit that we was constantly hearing about. Not only was, you know what I'm saying, you brought up a great point with social media, but you also gotta remember like this is when the news cycle started to expand to where it wasn't just, you know what I'm saying, your local news that came on at 5 or 8 or 11. Like, this was fucking CNN was running this shit. MSNBC, you know what I'm saying, Fox News. Like, all of those stations, C-SPAN and shit, like, all of those stations was constantly running this story. And this is, you know what I'm saying, like, this is nothing but coverage for this lady who pretty much we trying to figure out whether or not she killed her daughter. And then don't forget about the Nancy Grace. Like this was yeah, her absolutely. height. Like absolutely. she was Nancy Grace, even though she was annoying as hell to me, like she, she was she was that chick during that mm-hmm. time. Like mm-hmm. her ratings was so fucking high. She had to be the highest rated show other than Judge Judy on TV at this time. Like Nancy yeah. Grace. And then Nancy Grace had what I didn't like about her is how much people valued your, her opinion. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of people who were just like, "Yo, if Nancy Grace say this, I'm leaning this way." Like it, for right. some odd reason, she was like the chosen one of like everything she said. Like she was the only person that had a logical brain for some odd reason, and Nancy was not on her side. It wasn't just that. You also got to remember that at the time. Nancy Grace was the only one who was smart enough to take all the information that we were getting, where she was getting from those from the courtrooms and all the public information, and and breaking it down in the layman's terms for the average person. Because most people don't understand what's really going on in court if they just sitting there watching the court case. They don't really know what the fuck is being said or you know what I'm saying what's being had. And when you watch Nancy Grace. She'll give you the terms and everything else, but she also breaks it down to where you have no choice but to understand it. And so, True. like, it made it easy. I think it made it easier for people to also follow the case as well, because now they kind of knew what they were talking about and what to say and, you know what I'm saying, what to look for, what not to look for, that type of stuff. The only thing that I had a problem with Nancy Grace was, don't get me wrong, if you got the type of show and they put your name on it, you can have your own opinion. But yeah. to me, it was like she only gave her opinion on how she felt. Like she didn't give you, like she never played devil's advocate. You know what I'm saying? Like it was always like, this is my opinion. This is how I feel about it. That's your fryer. You know what I mean? But like, see, that's the, never... that was that was the that was also to me that was her. Um, that was also like the 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 route to her come up as well too. Because remember, like yeah. before this. Wasn't nobody talking about no fucking Nancy Grace. And so you had all of these other, like even with CNN and 
Fox and Fox and MSNBC and all them, even when you watch them, there was never a clear cut, you know what I'm saying, side that they chose. It was more so just reporting on what was going on. I think this was the first time you had somebody that was reporting on it, but that was actually picking the side as well. Like, in a way, it was kind of like that Alex Jones type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how when Alex Jones was so adamant about, you know what I'm saying, all the shit that he was doing, I think this is this is exactly what this was. It was just on a bigger platform. And, you know what I'm saying, like it was really just in everybody's face. True, and I want to piggyback off of what you said when you were saying that, like, mm -hmm. people was looking at, they was looking at Casey Anthony, like, yo, like, how could someone neglect their child like that? How can your mm -hmm. child be missing for 31 days and you don't call the authorities? And right. one of the reasons why, when I seen it, it first popped up on Peacock and I watched it, was like, yo, if she's talking Yo, we need. I need to know about these lies. I need to know why it took yeah. me thirty-one days to to finally do it. And one yeah. of the conclusions that that I came up with, and this is something that I really wanted to talk to you about, was when people judge other people on how they react to a situation. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the worst things that you could do. Like I understand that they have all these psychology people who study the brain and. You know, and all this type of stuff, and, and I trust their work. But like, when when I was watching this, and I was listening to the the officers that you know, what I'm saying like the arresting officers and the prosecutors that ended up coming in, <clears throat> excuse me, that ended up coming in, and they spoke on this as well. And they was like, "Yo, if this situation happened to you, like normal people would do this, or why didn't you do this?" And it's just like, I don't think you could judge the situation that way. I think that. People are always like one thing about people and what we tend to see about social media is people will speak about. If somebody handles something a certain way, they have to put their two cents to be like, well, I would have done it this way. And I'm mm -hmm. like, if you've never been in that situation, you don't know what the fuck you're going to do. And I think that, that people I, are so judgmental. And, and I'm not saying what. Okay, I don't want anybody to think just because I think this girl is fine as hell that I'm defending her. This is just <laughs> that's a this is this is just more of like you hear people, for instance, you know a lot of people will say shit like, "Yo, if my spouse cheat on me, I'm fucking out of here," uh -huh. and it's just like, well, if you've never been cheated on, you don't really know how you're gonna handle that situation. Like everybody always say. I think it's. I don't think it's necessarily um, the way you put it. I think it's more so just the fact of being a parent, right? And for instance, like let's just say, like you know, saying your dad come pick your son up, and then you know they go they go missing. Or I don't even want to say missing. They leave for a week. Well, after a while, you know, you're going to call your dad, check on everything, you know, how everything going, you know, what's going on. Now, say you just wait the full week before you even call. You know what I'm saying? Seven days done passed. You want to call just to check up on him. He don't answer. What's your reaction? Not not what you're going to do. Just what's your, what's your initial reaction? Either it's going to okay. be some type of fear or you should be nervous. 
or either you, you may be at anything, you may be curious. Let's just say curious. After a while, you're going to get curious. All right, what's going on? You know, maybe they're busy or something. Let me send them a text. You send them a text, you still don't get nothing back. Well, on that eighth day now, you like, okay, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? You're still calling, you yeah. ain't getting no answer. After a while, you'll start to work. I'm just saying, just like, just breaking down, and I don't want to say the normal human, you know what I'm saying, responses, but I'm just saying, just me as a parent, I know how I'd react to it. Mm-hmm. And I know just on the, on, on the situation of if my kid is gone two days, and I'm, I'm just calling it, hey, you know what I'm saying, just checking up, make sure y'all all right, make sure y'all got the way y'all need to go, blah, blah, blah. If I don't get no answer then, all right, that's cool. That third day, if I call back, I still don't get no answer. All right, something up. Because I just know how, you know what I'm I just know how I am. So I can imagine how people are looking at, you know what I'm saying, her when in the situation her kid is gone and she like she's looking for her kid, or hopefully she was looking for her kid. And they're like, well, you ain't you didn't think to call nobody or you ain't think to get you know about I mean thirty one days you ain't seen your child and ain't nobody told you nothing your child it ain't like your dad came in the room or somebody came in the room like hey I'm taking such and such to you know what I'm saying to McDonald's or I'm taking them to to Virginia you know what I'm saying we gonna go chill nah it's just you wake up one day your kid ain't there that don't spark no 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 curiosity no nothing. That, true, but what I'm like, what I'm saying is, okay, so let's, all right, what I mean is, so you just said you know how you would handle it. So now, what I'm saying is, everybody else is throwing their two cents in, like, yo, well, I would have handled it this way, and this person, like, yo, well, I would have been doing this, or I would have been doing that, and it's just like, yo, like, you can't. You can't slap somebody in the face and then tell them when to say ouch. Like you can't tell people Absolutely. how to react and just because they don't react on that situation the, the way that you would doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you're right or you're wrong. Like this That's like this I'm going to be super fucking suspicious of you if your your kid been missing for 31 days without no kind of acknowledgement to it or nothing and then not only that you wouldn't even like it wasn't like somebody came and just picked them up or nothing like you just for 31 days your kid gone you ain't even give a fuck or you just was just gone to the world didn't even notice that's that's a little weird all right so let's get into what what casey was saying like since we are on the 31 day thing right now so from from casey's point of view from 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 what she told us you know i'm saying in this thing is that she she was really tired. She went to bed with Kaylee. She said, you know, since she always had pillows in between the bed and the wall, so she would fall down, all the type of stuff. So right. she said her dad come in and say, Kaylee's missing. She said she wakes up. She was like, she's usually a, a light sleeper because of things that we'll get into later. Um, because mm-hmm. of things that happened to her in her past, she was always a light sleeper, but for some odd reason, she didn't wake up. So she said she's walking through the house. She was like, Kaylee, usually know not to walk through the house without me, all this type of shit. So she's walking on the other side of the house, but she's separated from her dad. And then all of a sudden, when she goes to the back, her dad is holding Kaylee and she's soaking wet and she's non-responsive. So 
basically what she said, she said that her dad handed her Kaylee and she's crying and all this type shit. And then he takes her back and says, I'm going to take care of it. So she ended up, he, no, he left. I can't remember if he left with her or she left. So the point of what I'm saying is she knew that she wasn't, I like quote unquote missing within 31 days because from what from what she says, even still that that don't that don't strike you odd that your kid is gone. You don't try to call the the hospital or take her to the hospital to do nothing. Or I mean, I get it. Like you know, what I'm saying you you in shock or whatever in the moment, but like I've I've seen kids get uh, something like I, I've seen kids have something heavy fall on them and a mom come pick it up out of nowhere you know what I'm saying like she can't lift the shit but she lift that shit up to save her kid so like no maternal instincts or something or paternal instincts should, should pop up eventually right you would think so yeah and, that's, yeah that's, that's to me well, I'm just saying and, it's suspect that's weird and for me for me and like this is great what we're doing right now because from what she was saying is that and I know some people will think that because like I'm a person like I don't like when people take an incident that happened to them when there was a kid whether it's a divorce or a parent died or whatever the case may be and then Mm -hmm. they turn to drinking and, and drugs and say this is the reason why it's okay for me to, you know what I'm saying, to do this. Right. Now, from what she was saying was, basically her dad used to sexually assault her starting when she was eight years old. And it mm-hmm. happened up till she was, it was either 12 or 15, I think 15, and when she was 12, that's when her brother started he, she said he never raped her. He just used to come in and touch her and all this type of shit. She said that's why she was a light sleeper because her dad used to always creep into the room at night. So basically what, what Casey ended up getting is basically a form of Stockholm Syndrome when it came to her dad, her with her dad being her abuser from her story. Right. So he had this hold on her. And then also not only just that hold on her, but like even that psychologist said, when your abuser is a parent in like that type of situation, you tend to like listen to what they say and, and, and like you protect them and you kind of like really just really go off everything they say basically. So when he Absolutely. told her like, when that's the only parent. Yeah. So he, he told her, yo, it's going to be fine. I'm going to take care of it. And Casey was like, she was calling her dad every day when her mom was at home calling him like hey is uh-huh. she okay he's telling her yo she's good she's this now now i'm saying she's like can i see her no you can't see her right now but everything's fine and what Man. she did hey, hey like i say that's what makes this to me that's what makes this so difficult because i feel you i feel everything you're saying but at the same time it's 
for me, that's something that we still wouldn't know if that was our upbringing, if that was what we were dealing with in that time. And then she said what she was doing, which the media flipped it on her. They tried to say that mm -hmm. she was partying and getting drunk for all these 31 days. And she was like, no, like what I was doing was she said, I picked up a second job so I could move out of the house. So she started working at the as a bartender and being uh -huh. helping her boyfriend be a promoter. So yeah, she's taking a lot of pictures to help her boyfriend promote like being the DJ. I think he was a DJ. He was either a DJ or a I mean, promoter. I can't remember what he was. Yeah, I mean, so I mean that's easy. That's something that's easy to find out, right? You just go to every bar that she was at and was like, hey, what did she work here? And then if they say, you know, they give you the answer to that, then you know if that was the truth or not. Like to to me, it's certain things in her story that just sounds so fucking weird. So, like, for instance, your dad, like, oh, I'm going to take care of it. And then you calling him, like, yo, is she okay? Is everything good? And he like, yeah. And then you say, well, I need to see her. You can't see her. The fuck you mean I can't see her? That's my fucking kid, bro. Like, what? First and foremost, y'all ain't y'all in the same house to begin with? Well, she left. So where are you like, calling them? She okay, she went. To, yeah, she was staying. She was staying at her boyfriend's house during that time. After so that's it. now okay. Now I'm even now I'm even more skeptical now because first off, it's it's at your place of residence because you still live there. So you can't come back home to see your kid, but you getting told that she's okay. Like, you ain't got, like, no, at this point, you ain't got no kind of curiosity or nothing. You just just going straight with it. That's not Stockholm Syndrome. That's not Stockholm Syndrome at all. There's no way that's Stockholm oh. Syndrome. I think it's that and also disbelief and not thinking that something is wrong with your daughter. Like, I think that Anytime something very traumatic happens. Now, I haven't, obviously, I haven't had anything that traumatic happen to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had some death in the family that affect me, but it's never been mm -hmm. a situation where I've actually, like, seen, like, a dead body, like, a, a fresh dead body in front of me. So it's just, like, it's hard to be like, yo, like, this is what I'm going to do or whatever situation may be. Yeah, a lot of that is fishy. A lot of that shit does sound funny. But then at the same time, what we, well, not what we can't do, but what I can't do is say that, okay, that this whole thing falls completely on Casey's shoulders. Because if her father, who is or used to be a cop, right? He used mm -hmm. to be a cop. So he knows exactly how to handle these types of situations. Absolutely. And you, and you tell Casey, yo, don't worry about this. I'm going to handle this. And then, like, when this 31 days is up and then they found out that she lied to the authorities and they arrest her for lying, right? And then when the body get found, they arrest her for the murder. But then she's telling them, like, yo, well, he was there. But this dude completely – dude, what was so crazy was when they was interrogating him – well, not interrogating him, but they were just talking to him. Mm-hmm. He flipped the whole shit. He was 
he was being a cop towards the cops. And so he was okay. really running the whole interview. So so to me, this would be this would be Stockholm syndrome, right? If Casey realized that her dad was abusing her daughter and she got jealous of her daughter and killed her daughter. To me, that's that would because, be Stockholm syndrome. True, because because the way those situations normally go, if a person is a pedophile, like I said, he stopped fucking with her when she was 15. And mm -hmm. a, a lot of those people who, who are pedophiles and things like that, they don't find pretty much grown women attractive. Like, they are attracted right. to young girls. So, because right. I was Weird speaking though. to someone about it, and they were just like, yo, like, why would she even stay there? And I was like, well, I was like, this is the thing. Like, for number one, when she was staying there, with Kaylee, her dad wasn't there. Her mom kicked him out because, you know, he was cheating and all the texts, so she put him out. And then mm -hmm. Casey was like, mom's kind of got lonely and all that type shit, let him come back in, but she didn't have the funds to leave. And and mm -hmm. I, they was like, yo, well, I, I understand that, but, like, I'll do anything for my child. I was like, yeah, but I, it's easy to say. I said, everybody don't have the money to just pick up and just leave. Like, everybody's financial situation ain't always the same. So, so it's Absolutely. like, I'm not going to punish her for not being in the financial space to, to really leave and, and get her own spot. But, like, uh -huh. but when her dad came back, it wasn't nothing that she could do at that time. So, like, but what I'm saying is this man knows if, if Casey's telling us the guidance the truth in the situation, he knows the protocol to take. He knows that he was supposed mm -hmm. to call the police. And that's what makes it suspicious on him is because what were you doing or what was going on with this little girl to where you couldn't call the police? Because one thing that does stand out to me of something that she said that happened to her is that he would put a pillow over her head and suffocate her. Right? Mm -hmm. So let me throw this scenario to you because you threw one out there. So let's say because when when she when he came around the corner with the body, the body was soaking wet and the ladder was not on the pool. So she couldn't have gotten to the pool by herself. Right. What makes sense for George not to call the police in that situation is that let's say he was trying to do this disgusting shit, right? Mm -hmm. So he suffocates her, suffocated her too long. So he's like, oh, shit, like I fucked up. So I'm going to throw her in the pool, get her wet to make it seem like it was an accident on the drowning because in the state of Florida at this time, that was the, the, the highest death rate for kids was mm -hmm. accidental drownings. But this is the thing. It can't be an accidental drowning if there's no water in the lungs. So maybe George is like, well, shit, I can't do that because she's already dead and ain't no water in her lungs. So he had to come up with another scenario. You see, you see where I'm going with this? Because way when they do much. the autopsy. Way too much. Way too much. Because this is the way I see it, right? Casey kills her, drowns her or whatever. Then leaves her in there. Because she's so hysterical about the situation, 
And because she's suffering the trauma of, like you said, dealing with that, you know what I'm saying, dealing with her dad doing that, he kills her, leaves her in there. The dad then goes to find her and tries to cover it up because he don't want nobody to figure out that he diddling kids. But to piggyback, to piggyback off of that story, right? So if we're going off mm-hmm. of that scenario, then why go to the media, right? And mm-hmm. you in one hundred percent, what you like? You one hundred percent support your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. But then when the case come around, you are the top prosecutor's witness. And then you're going on TV after that trying to get your daughter the death penalty. Why switch up? Because because if now, if everything has switched on her and everything has turned on her to where it's, it's now that she done killed her daughter, because remember at first, that's not what it was for. She got arrested for negligence. Mm-hmm. She then, once they found the body, she then got arrested for killing her daughter. Once she go there, I ain't got to worry about nothing. I'm not on trial here. She is now. So you don't think that it's a little suspicious that a guy who was supporting his daughter and then now he flips? Because my thing is, the, the way I view his flip was Casey knows what happens and she could tell on me. So mm-hmm. I'm getting you first before they get me. So I'm flipping. So what happened, what I know, that's just kind of like if we both, if we both rob a bank mm-hmm. and I start pulling some Cleon shit, you know what I'm saying, from dead presidents, start handing out hundred dollar bills saying that the Lord gave it to me, he gonna mm-hmm. take me out, right? <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. You, I'm going to I'm going to tell the police that you robbed the bank. <laughs> Here's the evidence is that you out there passing out hundred dollar bills. That's exact. That's the equivalent of everything. We 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 did something wrong to this to this girl. Now, what you did is what's in question. I'm not the one in question. You, what you did is is what's in question. So now, what you did. Is in question. Oh, okay. Now that they all eyes on you, I got to get you the fuck out of here because if you even think for one second to say, you know what, I didn't do this. This is what happened because I can't trust you at this point. I don't know what you're gonna do. I'm just, I'm just safeguarding my shit. So this is what happened. I think she did it. Blah blah blah. You're gonna go crazy. So now when it all comes around and she says, well, yeah, my dad used to touch me years later, ain't nothing they could do about it now. Because now, it don't, you know what I'm saying, this ain't something that was that was prevalent at the time, was it? Because I don't remember this even coming up. No, like it came up, but I think the reason that they threw this out there was to, to not necessarily justify, but kind of explain like where the lying came from like why she lied to the authorities in the first place like like she was given like those like those white lies of like 
yo, I work at Universal Studios. Then they drop Walker around like, which boy you work mm-hmm. at? Oh, well, I don't work here. But she worked there, but she just don't work there anymore. And then, like, when she right. was like, yo, I dropped my child off at these apartment complex. And then they was like, which apartment? This apartment is vacant. And then they spoke to her best friend. She was like, yeah, I used to live in that apartment. So she did used to bring the baby here, but it was just in the past. So, like, so and that's, and that's and then, to me, that sounds like she's suffering from some sort of trauma. That's why they brought that's yeah, that's why they brought up the old shit. They brought it up in the doc though, right? Because they didn't bring it. I don't remember them no. bringing this up in the court case. They did bring it in the court case, and this is what's so weird. They showed video okay. like they when when they were showing because her lawyer, one of her lawyers went up there, they didn't mm-hmm. tell Casey that they was gonna bring up the fact that she was sexually assaulted by her father. And like mm-hmm. so when they brought it up. Like she shocked. She was like, he didn't prep me on this. And then they showed the camera on George. And I'm looking at George like, oh boy, like he looks a little, you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's for for George to him and her mom to not even know that this shit was even gonna be brought up. And then right. it just gets thrown out there. And I think that George was first of all, George was a creep. Like for well, sure. What I what I think is, this was dysfunctional family. But what I seem to realize that there are a lot of dysfunctional families everywhere. There's a lot mm-hmm. of funny shit going on in every family. That's why you can't really talk shit about certain family members because like these motherfuckers are everywhere. Like it's going on in everybody's family, and yeah. we'll never know what really happened. But what I do know is that there is some fishy shit that was going on in that fucking house. And yeah, absolutely. And for this man to know exactly how to handle these situations. But, but and then another thing, what was so weird about because she said that when he left, like with the body, and then all of a sudden the body is found. 14 houses down the street. You know what I'm saying? In the in the in mm-hmm. the in the rough. And they said that it was in a plastic bag. Her body had a Winnie the Pooh thing over it and duct take the bag. And one thing that was that was that was they really swept over really quick. I don't know if you saw it, but mm-hmm. her brother, Casey's brothers, went on the stand and said, Well, when when we had a dog or such and such die, he would take it, wrap it up in a blanket, put it in a trash bag, and put duct tape around the trash bag. And mm-hmm. then, do, like, so basically, they're saying that that's what he used to do to a dead pet that they had. He did the same right. exact thing to Kaylee. So, and that's I why, thought that that, and that's why I say that he, he even so. Like something was, I I think he has a lot to do with this. If it's not him that killed her, I think that it's Casey that killed her because of the trauma she had to deal with through him. But one of them definitely killed that little girl, bro. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt that. Um, I just from from what I saw 
and what I and what I was able to collect, like a lot of the video, like they definitely they had a lot of video, like a mm. lot of video, um, to back up a lot of this stuff. But then, like you said, like this 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 thing was heavily televised, so yeah, it's not that hard to get a lot of this shit and put all this shit all together Absolutely. the way that they did. But to have her speak on it and give like her side of the story for the first time. And then even to see that weird video when when George had got into the accident, he was sitting there uh, with the with the you know what I'm saying? Yo, break. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> Fuck dude, man. It's just, those things, man. I don't see how you can be comfortable with them things on, man, with all them fucking bars. But anyway, he shouldn't be fucking comfortable. He deserves the most uncomfortable uncomfortability in the world. He's a piece of shit, man. But like for him to say what he said, and then his wife was like, because he was like, I want to apologize for all the things that I've done. And she's like, mm-hmm. well, well, what did you do? Like, what like and like it it was just like that might have been like one of the most honest moments that he had was right there. And it was just like and, and to me it's weird too because like how do it instantly go from your dad doing that to just randomly out the blue your brother start doing that? Like that's they need to figure out what's going on with the brother too, because that's some weird shit in itself. That yeah, that that's super weird because it's just like, dude. And and, and I know it's it's cause we are conditioned like we I was speaking about this. Oh man, I forget which movie we was doing, but like one person oh well I was speaking about yellow jacket and like mm-hmm. how they ended up eating another person or whatever to for survival. And we was like, yo, well we don't know what we would do when it comes to survival mode. And you was like, yo, I'm not eating another person. But I was like, yo, I'm not saying I would do this, but what I'm saying is we don't know. You know what I'm saying? The thigh could be right. fire. You know what I'm saying? We throw some seasoning on it. Like we just don't know. <laughs> because we are conditioned to set, to think that cannibalism is not a good thing. Now, within saying well, that we scientifically know it's not a good thing. Well, yeah, we know it's not a good thing. But <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Jeffrey Dahmer didn't die from that shit. You know what I mean? Mm. So <laughs> it may have it it may have caused some things, you know what I'm saying, in him that we don't know about. Because we don't know really what the fuck, dude. Remember, this nigga was killing, this nigga was getting animals and shit. We don't know what he was doing with them animals. He might have been eating that shit. I mean, we yeah, we don't know. But I say that, and that, say that could have like, caused some sort of psychosis. It could have. But the point I'm making is, look, I don't look like I don't look at my sisters like as attractive. Like those are my sisters. Ever. Like motherfuckers Absolutely. grew up with me. But like at the same time, this shit was acceptable in the 1500s and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like only it was only a amongst royalty. Yeah, because they wanted to keep royal blood, royal blood, and all that type shit. Absolutely, this- that lets you know it was not accepted. <laughs> that shit wasn't accepted. <laughs> But what 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 I'm saying is like we okay. Let me use a different example. Like you look at the Mormons and shit, right? 
And even in different religions, like motherfuckers got multiple wives. Like right. in America, for the most part, we look at that shit as like, yo, that's not cool. You know, you marry one person, you grow old with them, boom, boom, boom. But like right. in certain cultures, the shit is acceptable. Where you're looking mm-hmm. at it like, yo, like the, like this is what we do. We have multiple wives, multiple husbands, and we all live as a big ass family. Right. I say that to say no matter what, like that shit is wrong. I'm just saying that there was a time where that shit was acceptable. But we are conditioned as people to say that the shit ain't cool. Now, it's not cool, but it's just weird right. because it's like why would this man, like First of all, like you said, George is an asshole. Like, Absolutely. And, and, and for him to stand on a, a stage in a, in a church, my God, with hundreds of people watching, really thousands, because I, I don't know if it, it had to be televised. For him to go out there and say, mm-hmm. yo, I'm going to miss her kisses and her, the sweet smell of her sweat when she would come in from outside and shit. It's like, the fuck? Like, dude, that man, was... Man, that motherfucker don't care about nothing, man. Man. How could you say this... some wild, weirdo shit like that? In front of all these people the in the sweet church. smell of her... Yeah, the sweet smell of her sweat. The fuck are you talking about, you fucking sicko? Like, that's... that's it's to be certain laws to where, like, if you find out a motherfucker touch kids or fuck with kids like you should be able to just off a motherfucker like fat free I'm talking about just like getting them the fuck out of here yo like nothing about that shit is cool bro that's that's man disgusting fucking shit and dude deserve to be fucking tortured to the high fucking heaven fuck dude man you know one of the things they be doing in the middle east man they be stoning people man I think that shit Yo, uh, fuck a stone and that motherfucker need to get <laughs> tortured, tortured. I'm talking about like put up on the fucking stake and whipped and then thrown in a, a fucking vat of alcohol and then, you know what I'm saying, then a tub of salt, like shit like that. Like torture that <laughs> hey, motherfucker wait. for real, man. Hey, boy, you a salt. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Hey. That's some sick fucking shit, bro. Like it is, it is, man. Like, but I, I honestly don't think that like this whole thing was, um, because I was speaking to some people about it. Like, I, I don't think that this was a, a a money grab because, you know, with with who she works for and the people who ended up mm-hmm. taking her in, like, I think that she's fine. I don't think that she needed mm-hmm. to do this, and I just think that when when you are like one of the most hated people in America. And like let's say, like, let's say she didn't do it. Maybe she she has right. a part in it. Right. But like maybe like like let's just say for devil's advocate that it was George, but she knew what happened to Kaylee and she still waited the 31 days or whatever. So it's just like you you didn't necessarily murder her and if she's already dead and you're protecting 
your father or whatever the case may be, then it's mm -hmm. like, should you be the most hated person? But then if you look at it from the other side that you did it and you called your father and he tried to help, but you still ended up going in, but then you end up getting off anyway. It's just like, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I think watching it, I did get a different, I did get a different perspective because mm -hmm. the way that the media really showed it, like they really only zeroed in on her and just like basically Absolutely. put the whole responsibility on her. But I don't necessarily think that it's just a her situation. Yeah, I agree. I think they both was in on that shit, man. I'm be honest with you. That's what it seemed like. It seemed like they both was in on that shit. One of them did it, and the other one pretty much was quiet about it. Yeah. And and even what did even the that, I, what then, did the did they do a, did they have an autopsy on there? No, remember they they never they never did one. They just all they said was that. Oh man, what did that lady say? Cause that lady used to have a show. Um, oh, what did they say? Cause they they did a press conference on saying that she was dead. Mm -hmm. But the weird part about it was there were things that were said that never even happened. They said that she had tape over her mouth, and it was right. like, yo, there was never tape over her mouth. They were said that uh, it was a report that came out that said it was taped over her mouth, and they they used chloroform, mm -hmm. but they was like they didn't find any chloroform in her autopsy report, and it's like that tape residue wasn't over her mouth. They said the tape mm -hmm. was from the bag, and like it was a piece of tape in the bag. Right. So, like I say, like even that man, that's a lot of fishy shit that's going on, man. That's just Ooh, like yeah. that's just like the uh, like the OJ case. Like one of the things that they was able to toss out, like two very big things they tossed out in that case was two crucial mistakes that they made. The number one mistake that they made was the one cop put a cover from inside the house on top yep. of Nicole to cover it up. Right. It's like you can't do that. That's that's tampering with, with um with evidence. With and evidence. then the second yeah. thing was the dude that collected blood samples, this motherfucker, instead of taking them straight to the station, he goes home. This nigga took him to Burger King. This nigga took him to the barber. <laughs> this nigga took Larry Ware, bro. <laughs> he let the shit sit in his trunk. They're like, yo, you yeah. can't do that. And like with this case, man, like there was things that were said that wasn't even true. And it's just like, that's the type of shit that threw reasonable doubt in there. It's like, mm -hmm. because they never said well, at least in this doc, they never said what the cause of death was. Right. I don't never remember them saying that. Man. So I can't look it up. I don't do I do not remember them saying what the cause of death was. Because because mm -hmm. my thing is, this is the thing. So let me throw this at you. The number one cause of death for kids was drowning. Mm -hmm. In the state of Florida. And who would know that? So if she... But if she drowned, then why not just... Dude, I don't think... No, I'm saying. I this, this is why I said this shit is a setup. Because who would know the number one 
the number one death amongst kids in Florida is drowning. Wouldn't that be her dad, a police officer who has access to that type of well, information? What, no, 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 no. He wasn't a police officer. When when they moved from Ohio, I know you saw that was Buckeye fan. Um, they they when no, they I moved to Florida. Fuck that, man. You, then you didn't watch it because no, I watched the whole it, but I didn't. I I erased that part out of there. I, <laughs> when they moved to Florida. When yeah. they moved to Florida, he wasn't a cop anymore. He worked as a security guard. So he never worked as a cop still, in Florida. But you still have information and shit like that as an ex-police officer, as a police officer, whatever the case may be. Somebody who, you know what I'm saying, is in that field, it ain't hard to find shit like that out. Like, True. He would, all I'm saying is he would, know, he would know what to look for in order to kill a kid to make it seem as if it was some shit that it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is the easiest thing to do if she did if the reason why I think that she did not drown is because uh -huh. there was no water in the lungs. If there was water in the lungs, they could have just said, yo, she's climbing to the pool. She went in there by herself. We weren't paying attention. Mm -hmm. It's an accidental drowning. I don't think you're necessarily getting arrested for murder for that. Um, You might Get some kind of charge for negligence, but I don't it's think you're going to jail for murder. Yeah, but it's definitely some negligence. I mean, but maybe, my thing is maybe it was the maybe it was the suffocating of the pillow. Then you know what I'm saying? That's, he that's what I'm saying. Her and, yeah, because like and then dumped her ass in the water. It's it's easier to get away with it if there's water in her lungs and they can prove that yeah. there's water in her lungs. But if he right. knew, like fuck, there ain't no water in her lungs. Like mm -hmm. I, I can't do the accidental drowning shit because they're gonna well, do the, the crazy autopsy. Part is, why the fuck? Well, it couldn't have been too much going on because in the autopsy it didn't show like you know what I'm saying it 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 didn't show any kind of you know what I'm saying like bodily fluid or something or at least that we know of it ain't that none of that showed up. So I don't. I don't think they checked that. I'm not even playing. I don't think they, they checked they the foul play. To, bro. They had to, bro. On the autopsy, like, autopsy, you got to check everything, don't you? I mean, yes and no. I don't think that if, if like, they're not going to do a rape kit if nobody said that anybody was raped. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to do yeah. that. They're not going to, they're not going to check. I don't think they check stuff like that. Just to check it, I think that right. somebody would have to say, right. "Yo, like this person was sexually abused," and then they would go and check that type of stuff. But yeah, yeah, I that that's why I think that is. I mean, if you if you're living in the state of Florida, if you're willing to take a little something on the chin, it's just like yeah, like you you know what I'm saying. If if this was a situation like you said earlier in the pie that maybe Casey you know, drowned her and then called her mm -hmm. dad and then they just flipped the whole shit. And it's just like, well, it just makes more sense to call the cops and say, yo, my child accidentally climbed up there and got in the pool and they mm -hmm. drowned themselves. It would have been easier just to do it that way. It's just, because it's this so shit never because it's like you would think that you would think that he would, you know what I'm saying? Like you, well, not just him, but you would think that both of them, even if she did die, you would think that they would want to give her a proper burial and shit like that. 
the fact that they just pretty much like wrapped her up in a fucking blanket in the bag and discarded her, you know what I'm saying? 14 houses down in a fucking field, like, yeah, bro, it's, it's hella foul play about that, bro. And then, like, during during the, the 31 days, like, all of a sudden, the parents got this brand new speed boat and shit. They all tan from from riding around and, you know what I'm saying, in the water and shit, mm-hmm. lakes and all I mean, that be anything, though. Man, look, they was on the come up, man. They was selling it shirts have been and shit. Of, yeah, that's what I'm saying. For that, yeah, they that's probably how they came up. But, yeah, I said that, that could have just been anything. I don't think it was nothing, like, pertaining to, like, no insurance or nothing like that. But like you know, what I'm saying they could have, they definitely could have came up off of her death though, for sure. Yeah, they could, they could have, they could have. But yeah, they, they, it was a, it was a whole, it was a whole fishy situation. And yeah. honestly, it's just like, you know, it, it's cool that she came out and, and she spoke what she said is her truth. And you know, but what it did, it brought a lot of suspicion on George, and just the fact uh-huh. that. Nobody is charged for this girl's murder. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, and that's just one of those things where it's just like another, like it, it's hard to have unsolved cases in this era that we have DNA, where we have cameras mm. everywhere. I mean, maybe it wasn't cameras everywhere in 2008, but you know mm. what I mean? It was damn near close. We get we was getting there, but yeah. I mean, I I, I you know what I'm saying I think I think that they did a a good job with the doc though. I do too, man. Let's go ahead and get into um our fire flame. Yoga fire, yoga flame. So, what you got for this doc, bro? Okay, so for clarification, are we judging a doc or Casey? Are we judging a doc? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with y'all. Um, I think <laughs> I think I think they did I think they did a good job, man. Um, you know, being able to, like I said, is is easier because the 24 news cycle. Like CNN and NSBC, Fox News, all that type shit. Be able to get all that footage, um, to be able to find a lot of footage of mm-hmm. uh, Kaylee that they was able to find, to be able to talk to people on the law side, to be able to talk to people that was former friends of hers, all that type shit. Um, they they did a good job being able to track everybody down and speak to everybody. But I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this man. I'm gonna give this doc a four. Um, wasn't the greatest, wasn't the worst, um, but I do think it's. I think it was above average, so I'm gonna give it the four. Not um, four they was able to come up with. That's what's up, buddy. So um, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm gonna also give it a four, um, cause it it gave us, you know, what I'm saying like a little bit more than than what we've had in the, you know, what I'm saying from actually seeing this play out live, but it really wasn't nothing like it didn't give us nothing conclusive. It didn't give us nothing concrete. So um 
uh, to me, a lot of it is just theory. A lot of it is hearsay. It's pretty much her story. At the end of the day, just her trying to get out, you know what I'm saying, whatever she said or whatever. But, no, nah, I mean, I give it a four. It was still good. It was still, you know what I'm saying, um, interesting on, you know what I'm saying, going back into that case and, you know what I'm saying, seeing it with a more um, mature eye, you know what I'm saying, a little older this time, not as young as I was when it first happened. So, yeah, I I, uh, I thought it was pretty good, though. So I'm giving What's it up? a four. All right, man, and let's get into our coming soon. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. What we got next, buddy? So this is one of those ones where I'm not even really as excited to do it for myself, but I'm more excited to hear your thoughts on this movie, man. And what we got coming up next for y'all, we got Valkyrie coming up, man. And if y'all are avid listeners of this podcast, y'all know that this dude, I'm more of an advocate of the Vietnam War. You're more Mm -hmm. of the advocate of World War II. And you know what I'm saying? You know a lot of facts about Hitler. And this movie is, you know, one of the assassination attempts on him. And I thought they did a great job. So called assassination attempts on Hitler. Okay, we'll 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 roll yeah. with that. We'll roll with that. We'll we'll, we'll definitely get yeah. more into it, man. But sure. um, yeah, that. But yeah, this was this was a a fascinating movie. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, it's gonna be good to go back and rewatch this on Tom Cruise. I'm not a huge fan, of course. Everybody knows that as well. Um, but he did fairly well in this one. Um. So you know you got to give him his credit for for what it is, but I'm I'm excited to go back and rewatch this. That's what's up, man. So am I. So am I. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you enjoyed this episode, if you didn't like this episode, if you think Casey Anthony did it, if you didn't think Casey Anthony did it, hell, if you think the aliens came down and got that little girl, hit us up on the socials, Instagram and Twitter. At View and Pod, Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Um, also, make sure you follow me on uh, Twitter at Schools Bronson. I got a link to in my bio. You can find me everywhere else there. And y'all can find me at uh, foster 8 on Instagram and on Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That is just on Instagram. Uh, follow the podcast on all major platforms, 28 Minutes or Less. Um, the last episode as of right now is Hollywood Land. You know what I'm saying? Episode uh, 111 that I put out, man. It's on a, a great movie um, surrounded around the quote-unquote suicide of George Reeves, who played Superman. So, uh, yeah, man. That, um, I feel like that's, that's one of my ones, man. I don't say that a lot. You know what I'm saying? I put out a lot of content, but sometimes you feel better with certain pies than others. And I felt really good about this one. So go check that out on all major platforms. That's what's up, man. And listen, thank you guys so much for your um, support. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, as always. Um, We're doing our best to bring you the best content that we can. 
And um, until the next episode, man, like they say in Hollywood, that's the wrap. Good. <laughs>